welcome to Where to Ski with me, your host, John Morgan. Traveling to and skiing in Italy is fun. The ambiance, the skiing, the food, and the people all make it unforgettable. Today we're going to the Dolomite region of Italy, two hours north of Venice. The most celebrated ski town of the Dolomites is Cortina d'Ampezzo. Cortina is a UNESCO World Heritage Site with great on and off-piece skiing and some of Europe's most spectacular mountain scenery. Cortina will also be the host resort of the 2026 Winter Olympics. From my time in the region, Cortina is no different. Just add in visions of huge rock formations, beautiful ski runs, ski tours, and amazing food. However, Cortina is just the tip of the iceberg here. The entirety of the Dolomites is a huge ski region that gives the skier the ability to ski from town to town. This is the Dolomiti Superski, with 15 resorts from Cortina to Altabedia to Val Gardena and others that comprise some of the most celebrated mountains in Europe. Back to Cortina. On its own, it has four ski areas with skiing for all levels of skier. 120 kilometers of runs, and fabulous hotels, restaurants, and other activities like bobsledding, ice skating, and a number of other things. This is a great place to start or base yourself. My guest today is Enrico Garemia. Enrico started his career as an aerospace engineer, then in 2013 became a full-time IFMGA mountain guide. Based in the Dolomites, where he's developed a deep technical knowledge of mountaineering, including rock climbing, ice climbing, and skiing, he's climbed and skied down most surrounding mountains, discovers new mountains every day with amazing views and scenery. As a guide, and now as an instructor to new guides, he enjoys sharing his knowledge and his passion about the mountains and its activities to his clients and to the new guides. Couple all that with the attention to detail of an aerospace engineer, and you have Enrico. Enrico, welcome to Where to Ski. I'm excited to talk about the Dolomites today, but first, the life of an aerospace engineer is a long way from that of a mountain guide, or is it? Both very technical jobs. What made you leave the structure of engineering and choose guiding as a profession? I think, uh, well, uh, my passion was uh, for sure uh, starting uh, the, when I was young, uh, studying uh, aerospace engineer, like discovering the physics and the math I like very much. So was, uh, I like always to discover something I don't know. And so as well, uh, like uh, the math and the physics and then... Uh, like mountain guiding uh, and uh, like like a mountaineering man, I think uh, it's better to say, uh, discovering new place uh, and new environment, uh, new view. Uh, it's always uh, something that pushed me to uh, increase my technique, uh, increase uh, my ability to, to travel here and there. And, uh, you know, my... My holiday is always a uh, focus on uh, skiing or rock climbing uh, or something like that uh, to discover new places, uh, new culture, new habitants, but as well a uh, new mountain, everything about that. So I think it's not so far away, you know, the two aspects of uh, aerospace and uh, mountaineer man. Uh, <laughs> it's a it's a unique, a unique segue in life. It's hard. It's different. It's different. So Cortina and the Dolomites are very different than most of the rest of the Alps. They have a special feeling. It's sort of a combination of Northern Italy, which is a really fun environment and some incredible scenery. And it's spread out over a pretty long distance. What's so special about that area that make people want to come back again and again? 
As you say, I think for sure the scenery, because um, I, I never seen something like that. I travel a lot uh, and as well I've been uh, like in Yosemite, was super great view, but something like the Dolomites uh, is difficult to find like, uh, like the view and uh, what is uh, possible to see. On the other hand, for skiing, uh, I think uh, the best goal of uh, skiing in the Dolomites is that uh, you have uh, many ski resorts, really one uh, close to the other. About uh, one hour driving, you can uh, choose one and move to another one. There are many ski resorts connected to one, one each other. So you can uh, have a, a lot of variety skiing uh, all the Dolomites by the north to the south, east to the west. And for sure, the food is really good. <laughs> that is not bad. Let's talk about Cortina for a minute. It's got four small areas in it. Not that small, but, you know, it's got four areas at Cortina. Yes, um, I, I would like to say mainly there are uh, uh, one area that is Faloria, that is uh, not connected uh, to other uh, parts of Cortina, uh, that is very nice, uh, is uh, not huge, uh, small, I think uh, there are like uh, seven lift uh, and uh, 10, 15 ski run, ski slopes, and that is very uh, nice, especially for the late season because uh, it's the north side, and so it keeps very good uh, snow. The other ski resort, one of the most important for sure, you say you said before, uh, is uh, Tofana, with uh, the lower part that is so crepes. That now is connected with uh, the other area, the other ski resort of the Cinque Torri and Lagazuoi. There is a new lift uh, they built uh, up just uh, one year ago, and so you can move easily by, by to find a ski resort with uh, this lift, about 15 minutes of lift without moving the car. And so it's nice. All these ski resorts have a different uh, aspect. Uh, depends what you prefer to ski, if you are with the family or not, if you are expert or not, and so on, you move uh, to one or the other. Uh, so for an expert, let's start there. For an expert in town, in Cortina, maybe a Tofana, what are the two or three runs that would be the best for an expert? Um, my Well, Tofana is uh, divided in two main uh, parts. So one, uh, an upper part, uh, the name is uh, the, the area of uh, Ravalles, and uh, the lower part that is uh, uh, Socrepes. I think in the upper part, uh, one of the best is uh, Forcella Rossa. That is a advanced run. We call it. Um, we have a three kind of ski slope: blue, red, and and black. The black is the advanced one, and that one is one of the steepest ski run. So you, it's very nice, really good to enjoy the view because you are really high, almost at the top of the Tofana. And uh, on the other side, on the, on the area of Pomede, that is uh, uh, on the upper part of, of uh, Socrepes, uh, there are many good uh, advances run. I want to say like uh, Stratofana Olimpica 
uh, that is a World Cup female uh, run. That's the one that goes between the two uh, between the two rock formations. Exactly, exactly, and uh, it's only for a short part, but it's very challenging because it's very steep as well, only for a small section, but it's very long as well. So it's cool because. Uh, and uh, on the side of that run, you have uh, another couple of uh, advanced run and intermediate as well. So it's possible to as well enjoy, for example, for a not so expert skier or uh, the area, I mean, you can enjoy without doing uh, the black run. So the advanced one. Yeah, and there's a lot of blue and red runs there too for intermediates and beginners in Cortina. Yes, especially in Socrepes, that uh, I told you is the um, uh, lower part of Tofana, the ski resort of Tofana. Over there, you have many lifts uh, with a really wide and, and open ski slope. And so um, there are many ski teachers and many um, family that uh, runs over there because it's easy. You cannot lo lose yourself. Uh, you can... Uh, uh, easily look for the babies uh, you can enjoy very well sometimes some mountains ski well during a day so that you progress from one area to another during the day to keep in the sun or keep in the good snow does that does cortina ski the same way Gen yes generally yes but i think that we don't have a, a really big problem at, until uh, i think uh, uh, the beginning of march so generally you don't have any problem about the sun because uh, <clears throat> it's uh, pretty cold. So you don't, you don't need to do this uh, uh, valu uh, valutation about the snow. Uh, when it's late season, for sure, it's better to do because uh, better to ski on the south phase in the early morning and then in the north side uh, when it's uh, afternoon because uh, otherwise it's very sloshing. Uh, there's no, you can as well enjoy, but uh, you know, it's, uh, it's better to make this calculation about where to ski uh, on the on the lines. Uh, I just forget another um, another good run that is, uh, I think, uh, more or less in the area of Cortina, but it's very nice, is the Armentarola one. That is from Lagazzuoi. That is uh, more for sightseeing. Uh, it's very, very long run. Uh, it, uh, you run in this valley that uh, many clients uh, from the US come and they, they rename like uh, the ice valley because uh, you can see the ice fall uh, on, the, on, the ski, on the ski run. And so they, they call it like this. Uh, voila. So that's name. almost like a tour, that one is. Yes, it's more like a tour because as well you have a, you take this lift and then uh, you you enjoy the run and the bottom there is a fancy like a horse ride to join to the the ski the other ski slope. Yeah, it's, it's nice. It's nice. Uh, it's a new experience uh, for sure. I've never done the horse rides between skiing. That sounds <laughs> that sounds a little touristy, but that's okay. People enjoy that. What um. Let's talk a little bit about some of the tours you do. What are some of the really good ones that people might be interested in? I've heard of Celeronda. I don't know if that's good or not, but maybe you could give us an idea what a tour looks like and what it, what the skiing's yeah. like. Yes, for sure. About uh, skiing uh, on pista is uh, one of the best because um, try to imagine these uh, huge, uh, massive 
uh, of uh, the name is Sella. This is a huge uh, mountain in uh, surrounded by uh, four passes for the car as well, and they and there are lifts all around uh, this big mountain, and uh, you can enjoy the view 360 all around the Dolomite that is in the main center, and so you can enjoy the view and the ski runs as well you can do in different many kind of ways so if you are an expert you can enjoy the most difficult one or there are on the side some easier one and uh, so i think uh, more or less uh, everybody can do uh, like uh, not really beginner but intermediate uh, can enjoy very well uh, i think it's very good experience try to imagine to do this uh, loop uh, more or less takes like uh, three, four hours if you are really good skier. So it can be like a, um, a full day for uh, normal people, uh, intermediate. Uh, now you do multi-day tours too, uh, where you go from what, area to area. How does that work? Yes, uh, uh, now uh, we we are doing a lot of uh, this kind of tour. The name uh, is uh, Ski Safari, we call it like that, uh, Ski Safari, because uh, on the side of the ski slope, there are many huts and hotels, like uh, mostly huts. So try to imagine like a hotel with the smaller services, but really nice to stay and good food, and just uh, on the side of the ski slope. So you reach the the hut, the refugio, uh, take off the ski and just enter the, the hut and you can enjoy your uh, upper ski or uh, dinner and voila. And you can um, stay in a valley, in a valley and then move uh, with, only with the lift uh, to another valley because uh, from the cellar ronda, uh, all direction of uh, uh, east, west, north, and south. And so you can enjoy all the ski resort every day, different one, and you spend like a play and ski all the runs. In terms of doing that, how many, how many days would you recommend for most people if they were coming over? Would they say, stay, say, in Cortina for, or someplace for a couple of days and then go on a tour for three or four days? Generally, it's like that. I think uh, one day in Cortina or two, one maybe, because it's not so... I think two days is the maximum to enjoy the ski slope. And you can do everything over there. And then just move and do a ski safari like that is very nice. And uh, if, if you like to ski uh, in off-piste as well, it's possible to do a combination of uh, on-piste, off-piste at the same time. So enjoying uh, with the with uh, you know some off piece uh, and uh, using we uh, i just want to tell you that uh, in the in the dolomites in the ski resort in the dolomites all the ski run are room okay all the ski all the all the pieces are room and when uh, you want to go off piste uh, you just choose your uh, itinerary and then you go and you maybe joint another Another uh, ski resort uh, and with the daily ski pass, uh, you can uh, move uh, everywhere. An example, for example, uh, is uh, the off-piste uh, of the Sela of the Sela Ronda group uh, of this big mountain. There are many, many couloirs from the top. Uh, you can uh, reach all the different ski resorts of the Dolomites. Uh, in a very beautiful off-piste run. Oh, that, that sounds awesome. That sounds awesome. 
Hey, yeah. when it when it snows deep over there, when it snows heavily, how's the avalanche control? What can you do about skiing if you get a dump? Uh, well, the the control uh, is only on the piste. So they check uh, with a kind of uh, weapon or something like that. I don't know the name, uh, Gasex, uh, something like that. Uh, only to, for the safety of uh, the skier on the ski slope. When you go in off-piste, uh, you need to have the knowledge uh, where to go. And uh, you always carry a safety avalanche kit rescue. You know, like uh, the beeper, uh, shovel and probe. And uh, you have to pay attention where to pass uh, because there uh, can be some problem about it. That is the reason why it's uh, really important to have uh, a guide uh, to do this uh, kind of tour for sure, you know. For anything off-piste in, um, in the Dolomites, you really should have a guide because it's just too dangerous not to. It's not only the dangerous part, but as well, uh, um, it's difficult to understand where to go. Uh, it's not easy. Uh, by that point, the line, where to go, where uh, to ski, the couloir, is not so easy. There are many different kinds. The entrance of a couloir, can, if you mistake, can be really dangerous. Be really how much? Dangerous. How long did you have to train yourself to be a guide? I, it started when you are a kid, I think, uh, the best. The, I think the best is... Uh, to be a mountaineer before to be a guide. And then uh, when you have the right experience to move uh, everywhere in the Dolomites, everywhere in the, in the mountain in general, not in only in the Dolomites. So about uh, rock climbing, about uh, ice climbing, about skiing, then uh, you can uh, attend a, a mountain guide course of five years. And then uh, you have to do the exams about uh, all the aspects, um, ski mountaineering, uh, off-piste skiing, uh, safety, and uh, managing of the rope, uh, knots, uh, or uh, all the, everything, everything you need to take care of the clients and guide him in the, in the best way. But not only, as well, uh, teaching is an important part. So teaching the, the technical, so the technique of uh, rock climbing, the technique of uh, ice climbing, and so on. Is that's the, a lot the, that's a lot of work to get to be able to be a guide a ton of oh, work yeah yeah there are some people that uh, here in italy want uh, to and i completely agree to see this uh, this way to become a guide like a university of uh, the mountain you know they they try to think uh, to move uh, this uh, course in a kind of a university it's very long it's like a university at the university i was uh, it was in aerospace five years the same for for mountain guide so more or less is that so what's the best time of year or the best month say to go to the dolomites well um, for skiing I, yeah yeah um, for skiing i think uh, it's difficult to predict now because uh, you know with um, the weather changing uh, and i i feel very much uh, all uh, all over the alps that the weather is changing a lot, but not only for the, that is hot and warm, and so the glaciers are disappearing, but as well because uh, one week is very cold, and the other one is super hot, and so it changed the condition really suddenly, and you have to manage the safety, and with a very strange, uh, you know, modification of, of, the, of the weather. 
And so it's difficult to say, but uh, in my opinion, uh, the best uh, is uh, February, January, and beginning of March. I want to say that uh, about people, if you want to come uh, for skiing at the ski resort, uh, that is uh, the line are not uh, huge for sure. But the main period of uh, Italian is uh, the Christmas holiday. And the February, total February is because of uh, the carnival. So if you avoid that period, it's much better because uh, you, you find uh, really few people. For example, I just finished some tour uh, of ski safari in, at the end of March. There was uh, no one on the ski slope. So it was really great time. You try to imagine that uh, you just, uh, you don't have any line. And so it's cool. And you ski alone on the ski slope. That's my favorite. You, just you in the mountain. It's, it's awesome when it's like that. Uh, at the end of the mar of March, on the other hand, uh, for sure, uh, you have uh, probably a bit warmer weather. And so you have to manage a bit more uh, with the ski run uh, south or north uh, because of the sun, you know. So let's talk a little bit about Cortina as a town. You know, some people travel just to be able to find the fancy towns and Cortina is a pretty fancy town. Oh, yes, it's pretty fancy town. Uh, here by here, a little less, I think. Uh, but it's uh, for sure one of the best uh, and is the best town in the Dolomites. It's the biggest. So you have uh, many shops, you have many restaurants, uh, you have many really nice hotels. Uh, as well, because I think it's the biggest uh, and um, it's fancy for sure, because uh, on the past uh, was uh, the most known uh, town. And uh, I think uh, it's, still, uh, one, it's still the best probably uh, town and village. Is uh, in Alta Badia, for example, is growing uh, a lot uh, new small villages with a, a lot of uh, good services as well. They are uh, improving uh, this, uh, this part. So question, when you get to go off and ski without, a, without guests, where do you go? Just in yourself, just for yourself. Without, without, uh, without guests? Ah, without uh, guests, just for fun. I'd li I like very much to do uh, mountaineering, uh, you know, like a skinning up, uh, you know. And uh, like I told you, I like to uh, look for uh, new places. So, because we are speaking now only of the area of the Dolomites on the north side, you know, but the south side that is uh, without lift and so on uh, is very wild and I love it. It's, uh, it's very cool uh, to have, uh, you know, when uh, you see new parts of the Dolomites, maybe uh, where I, I go or I went only hiking and it's good to see in the winter time, you know, it's uh, completely. So you'll spend, you'll spend time in the summer hiking and climbing and finding the places you want to ski in the winter. As well. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? It uh, could, could be a possibility. Sometimes, uh, sometimes it happens. Uh, and, uh, and then uh, I like, to move uh, like uh, I went in Valsenales uh, like I told you just one week ago and it's very nice because I did uh, I did only one part of the tour and, and uh, I completed this tour uh, looking for a new line uh, looking for uh, new places 
my sister and my brother are good skier as well. So now I see some line, I have to go with her and with my brother. Uh, it's good to see with the clients and new lines, where, you know, new new activity. To do. Yeah, it's fun skiing with family too, because you, you know what everyone can do. Oh yeah, 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 sure, sure, sure. So Enrico, how do, how do our listeners find you if they want to find out more or spend some time with you skiing the Dolomites? Well, I have uh, Instagram and Facebook, like social media, and uh, I work a lot with uh, Facebook because uh, it's very nice uh, and you can use uh, really easily. Um, so mainly like that, I usually have my clients like that. And then uh, a lot of people uh, want to ski with me because of friend of others that uh, find uh, themselves very good. Uh, so I, I manage like that. Uh, okay. We'll point them at you that way. Well, thank you, Enrico, so much for taking the time to share your passion for the Dolomites. For our listeners, when you go, you might see Enrico hanging from an ice fall or with skis on his backpack heading into another climb. If you like our podcasts, please share them and listen to perspectives on other areas like St. Anton, Palisades Tahoe, Jackson Hole, Sugarbush, Portillo, and others. Thanks for joining us.